knew how much I love you Never knew how much I cared When you put your arms around me I get a fever that's a hard to pay You give me a fever When you kiss me Fever when you hold me tight Fever In the morning Fever all through the night Sun lights up the daytime Moon lights up the night I light up when you call my name As you know I'm gonna treat you right Give me fever When you kiss me Fever when you hold me tight Fever in the morning, fever all through the night. Everybody's got the fever, that is something you all know. Fever is such a new thing, fever started long ago. Romeo loved Juliet, Juliet she felt the same. When he put his arms around her He said, Julie, baby, you're my flame Now give us fever When we kiss it Fever without blaming you Fever I'm on fire Fever, you're burning for soon Way back in the garden of Eden Adam and he were in a fright Adam said, hey Eve, what you got there? She said, daddy, just take a bite and give me a fever When you kiss me, fever when you hold me tight Fever, I'm on fire Fever all through the night Now you listen to my story Here's the point that I have made That's a bone against your fever I'll be a Fahrenheit or centigrade I'll give you your fever When we kiss you Fever if you live and learn Fever you sizzle, what a lovely way to burn 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 How's it going, everyone? This is Chuck Nasty. This is Whitman. And you're listening to another episode of Graveyard Talk. Uh, I love doing episodes like what we're going to do today. Uh, we we're talking about music-related shit here. And one thing in particular uh, is somebody who, if you know heavy music and you know the classics and stuff like that, you know who this fucking guy is. And as ridiculous as he may be 
uh, he is a legend uh, in the oh yeah his in, legend in the grows. punk and metal yeah and we're talking about Danzig <laughs> an evening with the Danzigs. Danzigs and it being his birthday today his sixty happy birthday, birthday Mr Danzig ha- happy birthday uh, Glenn Alphas Al- Al- I forgot Alpha Fonte or some shit. His real name, Alpha Fonte, something like that. Yeah, but happy birthday to him. He's sixty six today. Sixty six. Just so, six hundred more years, Mister Danzig, and you'll reach the number. Lord, who knows? Who knows? Who knows? He's the great beast and all. <laughs> but we figured, and, I, and honestly, there's been in the, the past like two months, I've been like stuck in this dancing mode. Either I'm listening to Danzig or fucking some weird Mike Patton shit. I don't know what it is. Or some grungy shit from the 90s. I don't know. But Danzig seems to be always like going at some point yeah. in my in my uh, playlist. And this seems like a great day to talk about it. Yeah. The guy has... I, he is... You're probably wondering... If you're not really not sure about Danzig that much, you're probably wondering what the fuck we're doing talking about him. He is horror-related. Uh, he's very... Well, let's start... He's the OG Misfit. Mm-hmm. Like he, you know, was in the, the original lineup of the Misfits. Um, he still plays with Jerry only at like Riot Fest and shit every once in a blue moon for like a Misfits reunion shit. Yeah, for just reunions. But so anyway, so, you know, and he's the, he's the OG in there. So, and all their lyrics, if you don't know who the Misfits are, they're like the first horror punk yeah. band yeah. in existence. So yeah. that, that made it big that we're aware of anyway or whatever. So, he starts there, does all this punk shit, leaves Misfits. Does uh, Sam Hain. Sam Hain. And then, with, I think, Doyle at first, jump ship to Sam Hain too, maybe? There was, there was something like or that. Or he played in both for a little bit. Or I have one. Of I think records. Doyle's made his round like with all those guys. Right, because I've got one of the, the Sam Hain records, and I think Doyle's in that, too. He but, probably, I think, I think he was. Um, but, yeah, so has Sam Hain for a while, and then... Just like he decided to, he wanted to go more of the the metal. Yeah, um, and he put out in 1988. He put out his first Danzig album, yeah. Danzig. Danzig One, just Danzig, right. uh, and it's a classic. It's the one with that one song that everybody knows, Mother, yeah. Mother. Yeah, dude. You know that was that was that was like my introduction to his his stuff. Yeah, you know. So we'll talk about it a little bit before this, uh, but. I didn't find Danzig one, you know. I just didn't hear anything off of that. My first Danzig solo album I found because I didn't get into Sam Hain at first, right? Where I was in the Misfits, and then just kind of thought he dropped off the map, didn't really keep up with it, and then found Danzig four, yeah, like much later, yeah, and then just uh, fell in love with with four, and then went back, and I was like, what is all this crazy shit? And then you know, of course, I played Mother. So much that all my buddies yelled it when I graduated high school. Yeah. Uh, they got Ernest and a bunch of them just got up and stood uh, and, and yelled mother at me when I was on the podium. So, that's hilarious. Yeah, that's how much I played that fucking song and how much they identified like dancing shit with me. I was just like, I don't know if that's good or bad, but fucking 17-year-old me will take it, I guess, you know. Well, I, I the weird thing about it was is my whole thing with Danzig was... Cause like yeah, you know, I'm a metalhead. You know, I like yeah. punk. I like metal. And anybody that knows me knows this shit. Uh, if you listen to anything that I've played on Nasty Nation or on here, you probably get an idea of my music taste. And most of it's extreme music. And I did not like dancing. I'd heard Mother, and that was it. 
And I'm glad I, I didn't hear that first. See, I, I guess know. I was just like, what the fuck? But I liked the song. Um, and I actually had, there was a mix CD that I found somewhere that had Mother on it. Yeah. And I just listened to, you know, it was just that song with a bunch of other compilations that was put out, you know. It wasn't a Burt CD or nothing. And that was all I pretty much knew of them. Uh, I even got into an argument with one of my parents' friends' brothers who was like in the like the army. He was a big dancing guy. He had a dancing tattoo. We argued, we argued. I didn't like how the guy's attitude was. I saw interviews with dancing and other things. It just it just turned me off. I was like, I don't. He's he, a little abrasive of a character, you know. He's he's very very full of himself, you know. He definitely lives up to his whole persona. Right. I mean, completely. It's like I, I think I liked it though, man. Be, be yeah, be you. You know, if that is your, it's who he is. It's dancing. I think it actually like is who he is. You know, because I don't think it's like an act. No, I think it is just him, <laughs> and that's just what he is. And I. I I can. I'm all right with that. You know. Yeah, and what I'm getting at is is going back to Danzig Four real quick, and that's that was the first full album I had of his, because somebody get some chick at school was like, hey, you know, we were talking about metal, mm-hmm. and she's like, hey, I've got a Danzig album that you know I'll sell to you, or whatever. And it was Danzig Four, and I liked the whole album. Yeah, Four to me is the best that I've listened to. Yeah, so. I I liked it, and then I had a buddy that I worked with who was selling all his Danzig stuff. Oh, his dancing CDs, he ripped them all. I got them all that way, and I was like, fuck, all right, I need no yeah. more. And that's how I got really into the Misfits. Hmm. Even got to leave where I worked at Little Caesars. My boss let one of the delivery drivers back when they had delivery drivers. Yeah, I remember, yeah. Um, it tells you how long ago it was. Uh, drove me fucking 45 minutes like to Lexington, from, where, from Winchester to Lexington. It's about 30, 35, 40 minutes, whatever. While I was still on the clock, so I could go to fucking uh, Disc Jockey, the old CD shop over there oh, near the yeah, mall. Green. Yeah, and I bought fucking Misfits, uh, the Misfits collection, um, and the there was two collections that came out. There was one with the big yellow, the big yellow Crimson Ghost on it, That's and there was the other one. one. Yeah, and the other one. Yeah, and two was the other yeah. one. So, and I, I I was happy with the pig and shit. I stayed like three extra hours. Like off the clock, I was like, "All right, cool, man. Like, I got this shit." And I was happier than picking shit. I just completely fell into it. <coughs> uh, I found out that he, you know, also made comic books, and he was, you know, uh, it was big into horror and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. You know? Which again, if you haven't ever seen this guy, you know, Misfits Days, they kind of went with uh, this, what is it, Devil, Devil Lock. Lock? So it's like a reverse mohawk it just hangs over your your like the your middle face, of your eyes. yeah like yeah. it's like a you know I think it's meant to mimic like a vampire's like widow's peak but to the extreme type of shit you right know, yeah whatever. and then uh, you know so his look and his lyrics and everything has always been horror related yeah you know, shit he wrote in the Misfits the stuff he wrote in Sam Hain to every single song in Danzig basically yeah. is uh, either a a weird love song or a horror song, basically. Oh, completely. So, I mean, that's just like his thing. Or satanic. Well, I mean, that's yeah, just like a right. horror, you know, element. He, which, that. which that, was, that was the whole thing with, with, for the longest time, before they did the reunions at Riot Fest and all that shit. Oh, yeah. If you ask Jerry Only, the bass player from the Misfits, um, you know, there's interviews and stuff, like, hey, do you think there'll ever be a reunion? He's like, no. He's like, I, you know, Glenn's too into... Uh, this whole devil shit and the satanic stuff. And that's not what we want our fans yeah. to associate with us with. And I was like, that's kind of weird. Um, 
Well, because the Misfits aren't like satanic. No, they're just they talk about goofy horror movies. Well, and right, shit it's, it's that, like yeah. horror based stuff, but it's not like evil shit. It's like watching a horror movie. Yeah, you know. So if you think that's evil, I guess they are. But yeah, you but know, it, it's a it's a put on. It's a you know it's a show. It's supposed to be a show. Yeah. And Danzig, he really is pretty serious about the whole Satan thing. Yeah, he kind of lives at least somewhat what he <laughs> kind of preaches, you know. And he I, he used to live in this creepy little old fucking house. It was I think he called it the Black House or whatever, uh, which total play on the the Church of Satan, like right. the you know Anton Lavey's old house, uh, which the place is a piece of shit. If you actually go on uh, online, you can actually find videos of people walking around that house, which it recently got knocked down because uh, it was that big piece of shit. He was trying to sell it for a couple million bucks and nobody was buying it. He, it was, like, there was just stuff. There was comic books still in there. There was like fucking life-size Mickeys, like Mickey Mouse and shit. And it was like all kinds of weird, but it was filthy. And all his neighbors said he was like the worst fucking neighbor in the world. He was loud, obnoxious. You couldn't talk to him. You know, try to right. say hi to him. He just was a He'd throw trash everywhere. Like, it just, it was, I don't know, it's kind of crazy to think that because you kind of think, I always thought, like, when I, before I saw what his house looked like, I was like, Danzig is the kind of guy I feel like lives in some castle-like mansion, and, you know. I never thought he had enough money to really get a, a, a mansion like that, but I figured he was, like, all gothed out and shit in his house. Like, yeah, it would have been somewhere, like, out in the boonies. It would have had all kinds of just, like, yeah, goth stuff put everywhere. It would have looked like a, a you know, uh, uh, like the Munster's house or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or, like... I don't know, Dracula's castle, but on a smaller scale or some shit, but no. No, it was just a rundown fucking house that had black shutters and black roof, and the bricks were, they were reddish black. And he had this thing that was, there was all these bricks in the front of his his yard for the longest time, and there was this whole lawsuit over it, right? And apparently they were like evil bricks. (laughs) Like, fucking, there's a whole thing about it. Evil bricks. Yeah. That's what I need. But, you know, Danzig's, he's he's also, you've, you've probably seen the memes. Oh, yeah. He likes man. his cats. Yeah. You know, and that's fun. But seeing Danzig <laughs> walking through a parking lot with, like, armfuls of, like, you know, fucking kitty litter and cat food and <laughs> yeah. shit, you're like, this is just too much. <laughs> like, but, it, but that's how, actually, I, I have a picture of him being anyway. Yeah. He, he's always stayed true to himself, you know. Uh, he's always been kind of a pompous ass, like we were talking that's about. It, and he's kind of, you know, it's not an act. It's who he is. And I'm all right with that because, I mean, be who you are. If mm-hmm. that's an asshole. Well, at least I know who you are when I'm a person yeah. your music or your an interview with you or your writings or whatever. It's like, oh, it's okay. Yeah. This is Danzig stuff. Don't dare go to a show and take a picture of him. Nah. Especially don't get take a picture where he can reach you because he will smack the dog shit out of you. I've seen so many videos. Like he tells this one guy, he's like, he's like, hey, man. He's like, hey, get your, get your camera out of my face. I'm telling you. Just get your camera. And he just like slugs the guy. But well, and then there's that video where he gets he gets out too. So. Yeah, by the the singer of the band, the Northside Kings. Yeah, they were supposed to open up for Danzig, and uh, there to be like a whole issue of like two stages or some shit. Yeah. And Danzig got pissed off, and you see in the video he pushes the guy first. Yeah, fuck you, motherfucker! And the guy turns around, and just lays him yeah, out, man. and he spins and falls, and it's like, damn, damn, Danzig, damn, Danzig, God damn, man. Wow, how'd you get punked out like that? See, he's going to turn into bats or something when you got hit, or puff a smoke, or fucking, uh, you know, <laughs> you know <laughs> get some of your fucking evil magics, you know, do something. But turns nah. into a little bat and just flies. Yeah, away. just scoot away like Dracula. But no, nah, he just got thumped out. Maybe better if it was like 
Dracula dead and loving it. He like runs into a window. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Uh, but you know, Danzig, given his ridiculousness, like I said, the guy's a legend, and he's had. There's been so many great fucking songs. That yeah, first man. album, you know, like I said, Twisted Cane, uh, Soul on Fire, uh, She Rides. She Rides a good one. I mean, there's you know, and Mother, like we said, uh, so many good stuff. Uh, he came out with Danzig Two, Lucifuge, um, yeah. and Long Way Back from Hell, Snakes of Christ, Tired of Being Alive, which is one of my favorites. Um, her black wings. Her black wings is, is a classic. Like Devil's Plaything. Mm-hmm. And Killer Wolf. Yeah. Whoa, wolf. Yeah. I'm the wolf. And then I'm the one. I'm the one. I'm the yeah. one. Whoa. Yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. I mean, it's it, classics. I mean, the first two albums. I mean, like they're classic. Classic. Completely. You know. Then he he gets a little. He, he, you could tell the direction that, that Danzig goes with his albums. <coughs> and it's just, he gets more dark and he gets more trying to be a little more sinister. Yeah. Um, and with three, How the Gods Kill. Um, yeah, if you haven't ever seen this, folks, the cover art is uh, a Geiger uh, rendition. Yeah. It's got like the Danzig skull and the symbols and stuff in it, but it's a Geiger painting. Yeah. Oh, something I've got to mention, though, about. Danzig two though, yeah. it opens up in a like an upside down cross. Yeah, you know, which is kind of cool. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, on how the gods kill. I mean, godless anything. I mean, he he does like all these songs that are very little little darker. Some of them are slower than others. He's even got stuff like bodies, which is completely like this like bluesy, yeah, like haunting bluesy thing. Dirty Black Summer. Dirty Black Summer, which is one of my favorite fucking songs from him. Yeah. I, I, like I like to blast that up. I like anything uh, we were talking about before. This is probably one of my favorites tunes from him. That's 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 a good one. Um, Left Hand Black's a good one. I, I also, and a lot of people give me shit for this one, but Sistinas, Sistinas, Sist, whatever the fuck yeah, you pronounce it, I like it just because it was one of those songs that when I was in a certain mood... Or if I was going through a really, you know, boohoo girlfriend left me kind of yeah, bullshit. sad bullshit. You know, you listen to that song, you're like, all right, man, Danzig could deal with this. I can deal with this, too. Danzig can handle it. So can I. That's right. You know, what would Danzig do? But, you know, the thing is, the, you know, like you said, the, the, the artwork, you know, the Geiger stuff on it is fucking killer. And that's something else that he, his covers and his artwork gets a little more yeah. uh, intense and, and stuff. But Danzig is also, and this is something I wanted to, wanted to touch base on a minute ago too, was he is an intimidating guy. Like we talked about, if you, uh, if, if you cross him the wrong way, he's probably going to beat your ass. Um, or, or at least act like okay. he's going to. Right. I, Jim, Jim Brewer, I watched the thing where he was talking about how he did this whole thing on his radio show where he was singing ACDC songs and the voices of other singers. Yeah. And he did dancing. And hit, uh, Brian Slagle from Metal Blade Records called him. And it's like, dude, Danzig heard your thing and he's fucking pissed. And he's like, oh my God. Like, he didn't know I was joking. It was a joke. Like, you know, he's one of the greats. Like, Jim Brewer was apparently like freaked out. Yeah. And they're like, Danzig wants to come out and see you. Like, he's, and he's like, what the fuck, man? Like, <laughs> And he gets all freaked out, and he, and he ends up, like, talking to these guys. And they find like, oh, because he gets fucking freaked out. He's like, yeah, I'm going to get fucking slugged by Danzig. Right. And they end up telling him it was a big fucking joke. Like, Danzig did hear it, but he didn't really give a shit. You know, but 
Yeah. Him and Henry Rollins are two people that I always were like, what the fuck? I've met Henry Rollins twice now. Super nice guy, but intimidating. And he's shorter than me. Well, he just has an intensity of, like, in his brain and in his heart. Like, just yeah. in his eyeballs, whatever. Henry Rollins is just an intense cat. You yeah. Know, just, shit. Well, the funny thing is, though, is Danzig has always said that he he wouldn't fuck with Henry Rollins in a dark alley. He right. is like, I wouldn't mess with him. No, hell no. Henry Rollins tear somebody up, dude. He's much more like cut. He's not a big dude, but he's fucking... Like, no, takes like, care of himself. You know, if I could live like 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 Henry Rollins, I, I would, but I can't unfortunately. But he is he is he is an influence of mine in a lot of ways. Uh, but there's actually a comic book series, and I've only seen one of them. You might be able to look at them online, but they're they're called uh, Henry and Glenn, and it's it's you're right. Yeah, it's those two, but it's like. They're almost they're best friends. They're just they're, right. it's so stupid, it's so goofy, but it's it is funny shit. So if you ever get a chance to check that shit out, um, but yeah, everything got a little sinister, uh, more sinister as things went on. And of course, Danzig Four, which I'm going through like the CDs that I've got of Danzig over here, um, just to kind of be able to get like a little more familiar with some shit that I haven't looked at in a long time. Because frankly, I don't listen to half my fucking CDs because I don't have a CD player in my car. CDs, yeah, but I, it's on my Spotify all the fucking time, and I blast that shit up. So, best believe. Um, but Danzig Four, this was—it's. It, we both agree this is probably this is our, this is the best one. Yeah. Every song on here is fucking solid. I mean, you can't brand new God. Yeah. Which uh, Whitman and I like. Realized that that was like one of our favorites. Like you told me that was one of, one of your favorites, and it was a song that I liked, but never really until you said that, and I was like, man, no, he's he's right because it actually has like an old school Misfits vibe to it at, yeah, at part, points of the song when it gets that fast point, you know. Um, Little Whip, very Doors. That's something else we didn't mention is the fact that Danzig is considered. He's goth Elvis, man. He's goth Elvis mixed with little, Jim Morrison. I was like with a little Morrison in there. There's been people. There's been people who's tried to. T- you ever get those stupid assholes that you meet that try to convince you of a rumor that you know for a fact isn't right? I don't really listen to anybody. Well, I've had to deal with so many fucking people, like old rednecks and shit, when they talk about Danzig or whatever. They're like, "Yeah, don't you know his dad's Jim Morrison?" Look at the timeline. Hell line. yeah, brother! I knew that. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> like, no, I'm the guy. It's like, no, that's not even no. <laughs> There so for a minute, I wondered. I don't even try to argue with people like that. I just agree, or I try to add something else crazy to it. Yeah. They're like, oh, man, did you know he was also born on Christmas? You know? Yeah, like, yeah, right. I don't know. Just, That's like, a good idea, though. Right. Yeah. So, Especially if somebody's all drunk and fucking drunk. I mean, just whatever. If it's just obviously something crazy, you know. Yeah. But uh, Can't Speak was, was the song that stuck out That's to me when I, when I first heard it. Going Down to Die, Until You Call in the Dark, oh, Dominion. Damn. Bringer of Death, Sadistical, Son of the Morning Star, I Don't Mind the Pain, Stalker Song, Let It Be Captured. Every song on this album is let solid. Let It Be Captured is one of my favorites. I love it. I let it be captured in my heart. Like, it's one of those songs that I blast up and I'm singing at the top of my lungs. Of course. So if you live in Mount Sterling and you happen to see me driving around in my fucking Jeep. Swing on by, sing some dancing <laughs> with us. That, that, it, it, you, you'll probably see it. Um, but yeah, th- yeah, this album is, is definitely... Uh, one of my favorites. I've actually still got the the cover that has the Danzig sticker on the the actual uh, case. Up bought from a store, right? Of course, I got. Well, I didn't buy them from a store. I got it from my buddy. But 
Yeah. I, I used to have, it sucks. I, well, we'll get to that in a second. Now, Danzig put out, five, well, five, five, five is Black Acid Evil, and that was it's his. It's pretty good, but it's weird, man. It's like industrial shit, almost. It, it, well, it is. It's his industrial metal stuff, you know, and I wish I would have given it more of a chance. I don't have the album anymore. I have a copy of it somewhere. Do you? And Yeah. When I bought it, I was just like, this is Danzig, because it's, it's quite a bit kind of different. But, yeah. Like, it was always my, we'll talk about some of these, because the part six, I think, is kind of his, uh, like, White Zombie-ish album, mm-hmm. you know, and I think five is kind of his Nine Snails-ish album. I can deal with that, yeah. You know? Jerry so. Control from Allison Chains actually plays on two tracks, yeah. I believe, on that album. Yeah, that's... So, I mean, it has good quality and stuff, it's just a different sound, and to me, it's just, it's more Nine Snails, Industrial, which it, you know same time period you have that kind of wave of industrial stuff that came out you know nice nails skinny puppy stuff like that that was more kind of industrial weird kind of friend shit and I think he took some of those tones and styles a little bit and yeah put them in dancing you know yeah which is kind of, which with Black Acid Evil which is like I said it's been a while since I've listened to it the thing that got me off like, that, that got, got me confused and didn't know how I felt about it was his voice on it because industrial metal, you have like ministry and, and all these bands that ha- use like that, yeah, yeah, kind of voice, you know, <laughs> yeah, distortion and shit, yeah, different different effects. And he tries to do that on that album, yeah, and it doesn't, it kind of falls flat with me because I'm like, that, I get it, but it's not, uh, I can't remember a, a song off that album. Like, I don't know if you mentioned some of them, I can, I'll remember them, but it's just, yeah, it didn't, didn't resonate as well, yeah. Um, around that time, he put out uh, an EP called Thrall Demon Sweat Live, yeah. which was uh, the which had a cool cover. Uh, I would love to have a shirt of that, yeah. actually. Um, but this crazy, weird. Um, trying to think of the artist that I could think of who reminds me of. Well, it's like it's made kind of like a sword and sorcery kind of painting. It's like a almost like a Frank Frazetta, yeah, or something. You know, it's got this demon chick with the Danzig, uh, like skull face plate thing the horns and whatnot. but Frazetta's about the closest I can get just some some, like fantasy and it might have been Frazetta because they worked together on the comic book Death Dealer yeah true which is something else I wish I would have kept yeah but yeah Um, because he wrote the story for that and Frazetta did the the cover for it so it may have been but it's very uh, sword and sorcery like 70's uh, like barbarian cool shit yeah Hot girl, barbarian, demon chick, you know. Yeah, but uh, but but Thrall Demon Sweat Live was a mixture of a couple of new tunes, like studio tracks, with a couple of like live tracks. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not big on live albums. I usually um, don't like them either. Yeah, this is another one that I wish I would have kept. You know, I try to keep all just like the the main ones. You know what I mean? And I, I I kind of regret getting rid of it. Pick this up from Sound Advice in your old stomping ground. Yep, yep. Way back in high school days, before I knew you. <laughs> went over there because we didn't have a CD store in, in this hometown the place where we're at right now yeah so we would drive to the next store which is where old Chuck Nasty's from yep and that's, that's where I, I used to hang out all the damn time I'm surprised I may have even seen you before I seen you but uh, <coughs> that's where I bought Demon Sweat Live there hell yeah man because I was just looking for Danzig albums and I seen it and I was like what, what is this like yeah. I knew it wasn't just the normal you know one two three four or whatever and I was like alright sweet it was cheaper because there's like five songs on these had and some like Kind of discount rack or whatever. And I was like, "Fuck, all right." That's how I got my demons with him. Hell yeah, man! I got uh, I think that's where I got my Danzig DVD from. 
that Dude, sadly got stolen from me. Besides uh, Danzig 4, because I got that when I was in college and we had a CD store up there. But uh, the other Danzigs I found were because of these CD stores, because that same CD store moved to our town. Yep. So, yeah, because of that one shop, Sound Advice, in our town and your town is yeah. where I found a bunch of like these old like heavy heavy shit back in the day. Yeah, that, those so, guys, that, no surprise, those guys yeah, knew about the music That and shit. big Misfits poster that I have that you love. Oh, uh, the Undertaker and his pals one. Yeah, yeah. it's huge. It's like the size of like a wall, and I got it there for five bucks. That's awesome. Yeah, dude. It's, you, it's ragged the fuck out now. It's all crazy. You find it online now, it'd be like 20, 25 oh, bucks or some shit yeah. like that. But fucking ridiculous. Sound advice, man. Holding it down for the metal kids back in the day. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. You know. Definitely. The goth kids, the punk kids. Big shout out to Bobby Ray and Al. Yeah, if you ain't dead, good good work. Even if you are dead, good work, I guess. Al, actually, did you ever meet Ain't Me Though? No, Bobby's the one I ever really talked to. You know Bobby Bobby and Jason, they, they hang out. They used to work together and everything, That's right? That's funny. All right, well, I guess Bobby's still alive. Good, yeah, good, good Al, Al, actually, on his Facebook and stuff, I think he's living in Florida now, and he just sips on beer and drinks and like does karaoke on like Facebook Live and shit. So he's still fucking doing the shit he's always done, man. <laughs> Crazy old Al, dude. Right. Love the guy to death. Seriously. But uh, but anyway, yeah. Big shout out to, to those guys. Local CD stuff. stores. You know. uh, yeah, completely. Like all around. Um, but moving down, this is this is now that I also, I love this album. This was the, the, the white zombie-ish type yeah, album man. that Whitman was talking about. This is uh, 666 Satan's Child. Child. Yeah. And you would talk about an album that just makes sense. Right. You know, it it, it was about and, time. Yeah, it looks and sounds kind of white zombie-ish. Very much so. Uh, you know, in just some tones and the color of the, the CD, uh, you know, the artwork and just different stuff. Like the back, we were talking about before the show, the back uh, panel is just like Danzig and the boys with a couple hot devil chicks with like purple yeah. lights and shit. I mean, it totally looks like white zombie stuff. Yeah. But in yeah. a good way, like, you know. Oh, yeah, you know, dude. Totally. I mean, like, I the... Uh, the covers, yeah, you know, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, I mean that's what we that's what we're talking about. It's just uh, it's white zombie though. It's, it is very. And now the thing is that the usual cover of Satan's Child um, is this like elaborate, Danzig. elaborate Danzig uh, demon comic book looking thing, yeah. which looks badass. He has the six 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 like stamped in his arm, almost like a yeah. Um, what is stamped? Like, like a branding? Yeah, like a brand. Yeah, yeah, like the the mark. You yeah. know. Uh, this is if if you look at it, the artwork and everything's cool inside. Uh, one thing you will always get it's talking little, about it's a little monster magnetish too. It, the, yeah, yeah. I was actually when I turned to that page, yeah, I was man. like, yeah, that is a little monster magnetic because yeah, Danzig's fucking man. <laughs> if you if you ever looked inside the Satan Child uh, Satan's Child uh, booklet, um, you'll know what I'm talking about. And if you like White Zombie or Monster Magnet, you probably should check it out. Yeah, because <laughs> it's the same kind of idea. Yeah. You know, the same kind of mixture of art with, yeah. you know, hot naked women, devils, devils and uh, uh, darkness. And just fucking yeah. groovy riffs, man. Yeah. But that, it does, it has the most uh, kind of groove to it mm -hmm. over some of his other albums. It has that kind of backbone that Zombie and some other. Um, the, the stuff that we're comparing it to has that kind of baseline or some kind of, I don't know, it's not just metal, it's got, it's metal with a little bit of a, a thump in it, you know, a little bit of a groove. It's, so. it's, it's a, it's a, it's one of my, it's one of my favorites. Uh, I was in a band a while back, we actually covered the song Belly yeah. of the Beast, 
um, which was interesting with me doing my, my best Danzig, like, you know. But it, it, this is a more of aggressive album. This, yeah. this, he comes back with a vengeance on this one. It's, uh, it, he, I, I think he's I'm pretty... I'm trying to put it at the number that I like, but it's it's hard to beat one and two, but it's... I don't know, it's in my top three or four Danzig albums. You know, I like number four. Yeah. And then I like probably one or two and then that one. I mean, that just honestly, I'm a big fan of like all the albums up to a certain point, and then I was just like, ah, but we much will, up to the next one we're talking about. I I was in, and past seven, I just dropped out. Yeah, so. which we'll get to that in just a second. Yeah. Uh, the other thing about the cover though is the cover I've got is actually it was a special edition, but you know, kind of cover where it's this really skinny, naked. I don't know, like Geiger esque kind of. It's not Geiger's work. It's not Geiger's some, work, but it's yeah, some it, just skeletal ghoul zombie girl with a the the Danzig skull skull yeah. on her chest and stuff. It's it, it, you know it, it's it's what you want to have a Danzig album. Yeah. Oh yeah, you know it's kind of cool to have that cover actually. I remember yeah, I first saw it. I was like, that. that. It's the cartoon you know uh, Danzig on the front. Yeah. So yeah, but I mean, dude, this this is another one of those where it's like the thing to me that kind of uh, sits out on this one. Is uh, well, there's a couple songs I like off of it. Of course, there's uh, we talked about Billy Beast. I like Lillen. And, yeah, that's one of my favorites on here. Thirteen. Thirteen. And I want to mention thirteen. I mean, it's a it's an awesome song, but Johnny Cash, Cash covered. Yeah. So if you've ever heard the song Thirteen by Johnny Cash, that's actually a Glenn Danzig song. Yeah. Not a Johnny Cash song because I mean, when Cash does a cover, he pretty much makes it his, and a lot of people don't even know where some of the covers come from. You know, it's like, and he does them so well. Yeah. Like, Reznor pretty much gave up, like, he said that, that's, hurt, that's, that's, hurt that's his, giant, and Reznor even said that, he's like, that's Johnny Cash's song now. So, oh, yeah. Um, or something similar to that. Sorry, Reznor, if I misquoted you there. But, uh, you know, it's the same way with, with this tune. It's like, this song is so maybe impactful or so well written that fucking Johnny Cash decides to cover it. Mm-hmm. You know, so, I mean, the, Think what you want about Glenn Danzig. Right. But you have to have some respect for Johnny Cash just as a musician, I think, if you're listening to this, if you listen to music. And if you don't like Johnny Cash, well, fuck you, I guess, really, to me. But, my personal opinion. But, if... I like Johnny Cash. You have to uh, agree that he's like an iconic musician. Oh, yeah. Just for a sheer amount of work and what he's done. And this guy decides to cover a Danzig tune. Right. I don't know, man. I mean, that lends some uh, some heavy weight to I think no, this song. You know. Keep in mind though, um, Danzig wrote thirteen for Johnny Cash. Uh, he right. he wrote he wrote a bunch of songs for Roy, Roy Orbison. Yeah, and Johnny Cash and a couple others. It's kind of weird, you know. So I mean? it's like he has these like weird like songwriting credits that nobody even fucking knows. Yeah, they don't even get it. It's like yeah, Danzig wrote that. Yeah, he's writing some like weird kind of sad country shit. Rory Orbison, come well, on now. Well, I, I haven't heard those. I haven't heard those. And Rory Orbison is kind of well. They like how looks similar, but uh, <laughs> he's kind of a. He's got some weird darker tunes and kind of some strange uh, lyrics. Uh, you know, not necessarily dark, but just kind of some strange lyrics where I can totally see, you know, him just jiving with some dancing shit. You know, I mean, oh yeah, as weird as that is. But but this album though, uh, you know, you named off. Some good ones that, that I like on here. Uh, Five Finger like Crawl is a good one. Yeah, it's got a weird groove to it. It sounds very uh, white zombie. Yeah, uh, Eternal. 
Cold Eternal. Yeah. I like that one a lot. Um, but something else that's kind of interesting is on this album, because a lot of times, because Rick Rubin, that's what I was going to say, Rick yeah. Rubin produced a lot of the older albums. Right. Which, which that's how they link up. Cause with Johnny Cash. American. And yeah. Then, yeah. Cash wrote, did his last, like, five albums or something. And I think, I think Roy Orbison did some stuff with Rick yeah. Rubin, too. Therefore, they all knew each other. Well, because Rubin, man, shout out to Rick Rubin. He was trying to do all kinds of, uh, you know. Such a weird cat. He is a very strange cat, but who ca- he's a musical genius, basically, as far as I'm concerned. And, like, he's I, just, he started his record label and has all kinds of different artists on it. And yeah. just, uh, I don't know. I, I dig Rick Rubin. I think he's a, a cool cat. He's you know, strange as hell. But, the the one thing that's weird, though, about the speed of Rick Rubin is the uh, the Black Crows had issues with him. You know what that was about? I have no clue. Back a long time ago. I know very little about the Black Crows. Uh, when they first got their they, their record deal and stuff, and they were they, they were going to work with Rick Rubin, and he said, he's like, I got an idea. Why don't you all change, change your name? To Corn Counting Crows, Corn Corn County Crows, but spell it all with K's. And they're like, dude, that's fucking sick. We're not doing that at all. That's horrible. Like, no. And they, that was like the whole thing. I don't know how true that story is, but that's if you watch behind the music of Black Crows and shit, they always talk about that. Like in in, in different interviews and all that. That shit. seems weird that they're like. I mean, I don't I don't keep up with Rick Rubin's like personal vendettas and shit but, but I mean like, LL Cool J and all that shit like I don't, I, I've I, never seen or heard of anybody having any problems out of Rick Rubin no except for the one one except of the bands except for the Black Crows well like, Black Crows being the equivalent of the American version of Oasis well, so you have you know yeah, attitudes kinda, agreed I'm not a, a big Black Crows fan uh, no I'm pick y'all a couple albums but yeah but, uh, but no he, he is a couple songs maybe but yeah but now on Satan's Child, Danzig actually, uh, it's mainly produced by Glenn Danzig and Peter, I can't read it, Lorner, I think that's what it says. It's kind of, it's hidden with this girl's yeah. arm. Um, of course it is. But here's something crazy though. Danzig actually doesn't just do the vocals on it. He also does a lot of the guitar work on, yeah. on the album. Um, and Joey C., the drummer that was on here, also was in Queens of the Stone Age for a while. Yeah. Um, which I think he left the, the stones to be with this or vice versa or some shit. Um, but Jay Gordon and Amir from Orgy. Oh man, I haven't thought about that band forever. <laughs> they actually mix a couple of uh, songs on here. No wonder it has kind of that. That, that yeah, you know, exactly. That kind of sound or that kind of, yeah. Because of that time period, I mean, Orgy was kind of a big deal. They were coming up. Yeah. Blue Monday. Yeah. Yeah, man. God, I I used to like some orgy or some cool stuff. I just remember that first album and everybody playing it because you know everybody in high school was like, oh man, the name's orgy, yeah, you know, thinking it was like whatever. Got got an old friend of mine actually that uh, uh, is a really good musician and stuff. He actually moved out to Florida and started working with different musicians. And the person that actually he became friends with was Jay Gordon, and he actually picked him up like from the the airport and shit. And they yeah, it's kind of weird, yeah, right. Uh, let's take a small break, and uh, you can already imagine what you're going to hear. Um, oh, hey. So, uh, enjoy some dancing, um, and we'll be right back. Anything you want, 
How's it going, everyone? This is Chuck Nasty. This is Whitman. And you are listening to Graveyard Talk, and we are continuing our discussion on the great Glenn Danzig. An evening with the Danzigs. Danzig. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which we left off, we were talking about Satan's Child. Um, so I think we've pretty much covered everything about yeah. that one. Now, after this, he there was a little bit of a space for his next album. So when uh, Cir- uh, Circle of Snakes came out, I was really excited. Um, Is that six? No. No. Oh. I skipped seven. My yeah, bad. I, I, I don't know. Okay, my bad. Oops. Yeah, I got the album right here. Um, yeah, so number seven, which is 777, I Luciferi. Luciferi, Luciferi, whatever. Um, and this one is almost like you took Satan's Child and made a part two. That's pretty much what it, you yeah. kind of, it's not, it's not nearly, it's not nearly as industrialized sounding or whatever. It's a little more straight up prongish type metal. Um, he does grow claws on this one. He does. He grows know. claws. He grows claws. He, um, uh, Danzig, uh, claws. Yeah. He, uh, uh, chokes some fuckers out in the album covers and yeah. art and. You know, yeah, he's he's all about these fucking claws throughout this whole thing. Though. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The whole album art with him in it and stuff has the. This is real Danzig, not a cartoon or artwork Danzig. This is uh, just just dudes and Danzig, but with like these prosthetic <laughs> uh, demon arms. <laughs> yeah, it's true, and it's, it's true. not even like his skin's not blended to him or nothing. He just grows these black monster hands. Yeah. So, you know, there's that. Which, uh, there's a, a giant fold out here of his, his monster hands on uh, this... Choking some girl This chick's throat, yeah. Right. The girl, I can't remember her name, she's a porn star. I'm sure. Big shocker. Yeah, big uh, I've seen her, I, I know that face anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, like it's, but it is kind of like a continuation of Satan's Child. Uh, I actually really like this one. You um, would. I do, I do. I don't, I don't think it's a solid album. Um... But I think, I mean, Black Mass, Wicked Pussycat, God of Light. Uh, I think I like God of Light. I can't remember really how it goes. And then I like... Uh, Dead Inside's good. Kiss the Skull. I like Kiss the Skull. Angel Blake. I can't remember any, any of the rest of them. Angel Blake. And I have this album too. Angel Blake. Whatever. This one, I, it pretty much done me in for a minute. I just dropped out after seven. Yeah, I you know that's the thing. Um, but I, I jumped the gun a second ago. I I kind of feel the same. I just didn't really I didn't really give that much of a shit, whatever. And then he came out with Circle of Snakes. I have a burned copy of that, so I do have a copy, but it's just like a burned copy. I bought it back in the day. Don't have it now, but but it's uh, I guess it's technically the last one I listened to. Yeah, it 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 it, it was all right, but it wasn't. There was no songs on there that that I could that I remember. There's no songs that stuck out. The only one I remember, I think, is uh, 10,000 Devils. Is that on there? Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. That's the only song I remember off the whole album. Really? It's 10,000 Devils, yeah. But I... I I liked it, but... (laughs) After that one, though, I was like, all right, I'm... I'm maxed out. I'm just going to keep listening to the albums that I I like. Yeah, because I still like all these albums. I'll just listen to the old stuff, you know. Yeah, which I do constantly. Yeah. Uh, but he did release, after that, he released an album called Death Red Sabbath, Sabbath, whatever. Uh, he released a covers album called Skeletons, which I think Hank the Third's on that. Oh, we didn't even cover uh, 
black area either. Oh, I'll, I'll get to that. Or okay. Araya. Araya. Yeah. yeah, I'm getting those in there a second. I can't um, remember when. I don't know if you're doing them in order. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I can't remember. He, yeah, he came out with those in between. But like I said, we'll talk yeah. about them in a second. Uh, Skeletons was his cover album, which was really interesting. Uh, black Laden Crown. Didn't know it existed. It came out in 2017, I think it was. It's got a juju bone. I'm pretty sure that's the one that's got that's got juju bone on it. <laughs> we watched juju bone uh, video one night here at Chuck Nasty's house, and uh, it became a laugh riot. Yeah, it was a, a couple of us, and man, we were all you know have listened to Danzig in different forms in our <laughs> lives, and you know metalheads and punk kids and stuff. So it's like we're all just sitting around, and he puts on juju bone, and we all lose it because it's like old Danzig trying to be. How he is, but just the juju bone. Juju bone. I mean, it's like, just too what? much, man. It's like Jesus hilarious, Christ. but yeah, too much. Just not he, he's so too. serious in it. You know what I mean? So he's he's very. Uh, That's it. If he could take himself a little less serious, yeah, he'd be a lot cooler. Now he, <laughs> granted, he does have a little bit of a sense of humor because he's been on Portlandia. And he's been on uh, 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 Aquatine, Aquatine Hunger Force, the house. I need, that, I need some more elf blood. <laughs> Give me some more elf blood. <laughs> I'm gonna have to go back and watch that yeah, later, yeah, man. Because it's like the Christmas episode. Well, that's why it's elf. I thought it's something like it's. But it, yeah. Danzig moves in next door, and he wants like blood in his swimming pool or coming out of his walls. I haven't seen that episode in so long, but yeah, it's that, a good that one. That shit cracks me up. Well, he was. Have you ever seen Portland, Portlandia? No, I know what it is, but I haven't seen him. There's an episode where. Uh, the main people in it, I can't remember their names, but uh, dude from Saturday Night Live and shit, who's old, old school punk rocker from back in the day, actually. Um, he, he's all goffed out, him and the girl all goffed out, and they're at the beach. And Danzig comes walking up. That's hilarious. And he's wearing sunglasses, and he's wearing, like, shorts. I think he's wearing shorts. He might. I, I, I think he is. He maybe, maybe he's not. I'm thinking he is. But he's coming up, and he's just, like, chilling out. Like, oh, Danzig, you, you come to the beach? Like, it's... <laughs> It's ridiculous because he's just very like him, him, but it's like you know he's trying to be funny, and that's and that's how he is. He's not being funny; he just has to be himself, right? Juju bone. Okay? <laughs> that's, that's... Now there are Juju I have bone. I, I have heard because I've gone back and listened. I was like, I want to hear some more stuff, you know, whatever. And I have heard a couple of songs off Black Laden Crown, which that aren't that bad. That oh, I'm sure okay. I would find stuff I like on all these newer albums, probably. Yeah, I mean, yeah. He's singing about, you know, death and, you know. Well, here's the crazy thing, though, is like we said earlier, he's considered the the, the dark version of Elvis and Jim yeah. Morrison, a darker version of Jim Morrison or whatever. Uh, he actually put out recently, in the last couple of years, uh, the, El- the this is what it's called, Danzig Sings Elvis. I can't wait. I haven't heard anything off of it. Oh, I have. I'm excited. You've never listened to it? You can find it on YouTube and shit. It's, oh, yeah. It, it fits his style yeah, completely. Yeah, because he's like a crooner, like a, you know, his style of singing is very Elvis, very Jim Morrison-ish. And the know. cover of the album is Danzig's face, but it looks very 70s. It's like an all, like, it says Danzig sings Elvis, but it's like in that old vinyl Not, polka awesome, dot, dude. like, you know, kind of weird color. It's weird. It's weird. It's like, dude, you're just going to call it Danzig Sings Elvis. You're not going to give it some crazy name. Just Danzig Sings Elvis. How would we know what it is? If we, if it wasn't just blatantly <laughs> yeah. thrown at you. We'd be like, oh, sweet, a new Danzig album. And people would listen to it and be like, what is The this? fuck, yeah. Like, I can't remember what songs he sings. I think uh, I think he might sing Only Fools Rush In and shit right. like that. You know, like, I, I can't remember. But I got drunk one night. I was listening to it. And I was like, oh, my God. I'd like to listen to that album. I'm a, I'm a medium Elvis fan. <laughs> 
Yeah. I like Elvis the person more than most of his songs. Like, I think he's just a wild character, like, in history or whatever. But, uh... As a person, he's a dick. Well, that's what I'm saying, but he did all kinds of weird shit and thought it was, like, his twin brother from, like, protecting from death on us. You know, yeah, yeah, All yeah. kinds of just weird stuff about him as a person. But, uh... I I'm think... Di- I'm distantly, distantly, distantly related to Elvis. My mom used to hang out at Graceland with his uncle. Like, not inside, but at the gate, because his uncle used to... You, like... He's a security guard. You're on like the peasant grounds of. <laughs> yeah. You know, right. Yeah. You know. My my grandmother, uh, who third cousin removed type of shit or whatever. Well, my grandmother went to his funeral. Right. So, you know, it's kind of kind of interesting. Yeah. You know, my you know, my grandmother like she's she's been dead before I was before yeah. I was born. But uh, I think he's just an interesting character. And then, like, to have Danzig doing his stuff. Is, it makes sense. It makes total sense to me. Voice-wise and everything you're saying. Every, everything about just, like, the weirdness of Elvis, yeah. like, and the weirdness of Danzig, and, the, you know, just the sound, the style of music, and, you know, all kinds of shit matches up. Oh, yeah. He, he is goth Elvis, I mean. Goth sure. Elvis, completely. Now, you mentioned uh, the Black Uriah albums. Yeah, which I did have that, the first one. I would like I would like to have those. It's, it's good, man. It's and it's not it's not what you think it is because like no. I cause I used to have I used to have one of them. I remember which one it was. And it just said it just said Black Orion. It said Glenn Danzig. I think it's what it says. I think yeah. it said Glenn Danzig. It said just Danzig. And I was like, what the fuck is this? And I went home and I was an angel like drawing. It, yeah, or whatever. yeah. And I you know at the time I wasn't with really that big in the instrumental stuff. Yeah, I am now uh, for obvious reasons, but. Um, it's an album that I would appreciate. There are albums I would appreciate more now than I did when I was younger. Me too. I bought it's it. Synthesized, weird, uh, orchestra type. Yeah, it's stuff, all instrumental. It's dark. And it's like if a church choir, you know, was singing some. If uh, the Church of Satan had a choir, was well, not even. A, well, yeah, there is some like. The, but it's it, it's that music regardless. Yeah, it's like if you know an organ playing, and it's like uh, basically the first one. And I can't remember if it's. If you say Araya or Aria, I can't remember how it's pronounced, but I think it's like a an Italian term. Yeah, I think for you know a storytelling or something in a, in a music or whatever. But this one is basically like a, the story of a fallen angel. Mm-hmm. Is the first one. I think there is two, maybe even three. But um, the first one is the whole like arc of a of an angel. Yeah, basically like you know some kind of happier stuff at the beginning. Not happy for Danzig, but just like more well happy is the word even though it's not happy it's happier than the shit that's coming you know <laughs> right and then you know kind of the plateau and then this descent of this uh you know fallen angel and it's uh but it's a cool album if you just want some like gothic instrumental just like background stuff it's awesome yeah uh i went back um and listened to it a couple months back yeah when i was kind of in a right mood and i was writing some stuff yeah if you're gonna it's good writing stuff like that you yeah know. It puts you definitely in that, that mindset yeah yeah you could be sitting in dracula's castle looking out the door and <laughs> right know, that's the type of music where you're in a the black hills of romania or whatever the fuck this is the type of music you want to listen to so. yeah but danzig's man he he's been uh like i said legend can't say it enough oh, he's yeah, a fucking man. legend Ridiculous as all get out, but one thing about him that's that kind of brings him down to like us level is because because he thinks he is just he's over top of everyone. But here's the thing: he's a big nerd. He he, and I don't really think we're nerds or whatever. But like 
He loves comic books. I'll say, yeah, like comic geeks or nerds, whatever that word doesn't have as bad of connotation anymore. Yeah. It's like geek shit is is where it's at. But like I said, his house, you know, was full of like comic books and figures left around, toys. Could you imagine just dancing? He just sits there like by himself, like just all like pissed off and he's like playing with like his his little characters. He's like, fuck you, man, I'm dancing. He's just like hitting them. (laughs) I can can see it. I want him to like sit them up and like dust them. Like, I hope he just looks at him and just, like, cleans him and shit. Like his He just stares at him for a while. Yeah. What are like, you looking at, man? Right. Hey, Mickey, what are you looking at? Look at all these cool McFarlane toys I got. <laughs> you like these? Is this cool? Look at these spawn toys. What do you mean cool. you don't think it's cool? Get the fuck out of my house, man. <laughs> right. Well, he, he, he he's from, I think he's from the Bronx. I thought he was, yeah, and, I thought he was from New York somewhere. And the reason why he said... I almost said Brooklyn, but that's old Pete Steele. Hey, that's the other... Gotham. That's what, yeah. That's well, the other the, the, Gotham. It's, it's similar area, though. But I think I... Well, the Bronx and Brooklyn are just a borough apart. <laughs> right. You know. But he said that he had to move away from that area where he grew up because he got in too many fights. Well, actually, back in then, he's 66. What is it? So it's 2020. So you're up there, basically, in... Uh, what is that? I mean, say so you take like forty-five years off of that. I don't doubt it. I mean, his attitude and everything. I don't think. I don't think it's ever been different. I think he's always nah, been. So when you're young and just like, you know, seventies, eighties, New York, it was rough. No matter yeah. what part of New York, in the Bronx, especially. Yeah. Because that stuff hasn't been like gentrified, and all the you know dumb white folks hasn't moved into all those places yet. So and tamed them down, and just like it's all a bunch of just like wildness up there, you know. Yeah, there was. You know, he said that when he was growing up, that he uh, he was younger, he started doing drugs, all this stuff. But then he found comic books, right? And he just sunk all his money and all his time in comic books and shit, which is really interesting because like that's <clears throat> you already you already have the the soft I love Kitty dancing. Okay, but you also have like the big kid Danzig, who's like playing with toys yeah. by himself in his like sleeveless, see-through black shirt. You know, just sitting there like you know on Christmas, like open up his own presents yeah. he already bought. Well, I picture, yeah. I hope <laughs> that Danzig sits around somewhere in like a fishnet shirt and reads his X-Men comic book. He probably does. You know, he's just like, man, Wolverine's reads this shit. He probably reads his own comic book, so this shit's fucking amazing. He he actually has been. That's true. Which we didn't even hardly. I mean, I haven't read too much of of his line. Like he has that uh, um, erotic yeah uh, comic <coughs> line where he has some stuff. And like you said, he worked with Frank Frazetta on Death uh, Dealer. Death Dealer. Yeah. Which uh, you've probably seen if you've looked at like kind of sword and sorcery artwork or kind of like Conan Conan stuff. You know, back in the day. You know, if you if you just Google Death Dealer right now. Yeah, there's a picture, very famous. There's a actually a like a series. Death Dealer is a character of Frank Frazetta, and like he did a handful of different paintings. There's a couple where he's on a horse. It's very iconic. Yeah, you know, there's a couple others of this this uh, barbarian. It's in like a a shrouded face. He's got a helmet. He's a death dealer. He's a he's a fucking murderer. Yeah, and um, you know Danzig did this story with Frazetta, and it's he like he wrote the fucking thing. It's yeah. like dude when. Again, with the Johnny Cash thing, it's like, Frazetta is, if you're not into, like, the art world or the comic book world or kind of, he's famous for oil paintings of, like, sword and sorcery shit, Conan and all these kind of... Dark sword and sorcery Yeah, yeah, dark sword and sorcery stuff, you know. Um, And 
like a legend in the art world and the comic world, kind of graphic art world. And for Danzig just to be able to just, hey, Frazetta, you want to do this? Uh, I got this story about your character. And he's like, yeah, cool. Like, I don't know how it went down, but the fact that, like, this dude that's, like, in a whole other genre or whatever, but a, a legend in his own right. And he's just working with Danzig that's just this goth Elvis, you know. And I can just imagine. I don't know, dude. It's awesome because I'm a Frazetta fan. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. Then, you know, and I remember those paintings from way back. And then finding that Danzig did a, a comic with that character, I'm like. It's pretty cool. Oh, shit. And I have it, you know. And, like, yeah. It's I'm awesome. going to have to go search for those again. Yeah, dude. Goddamn. I really regret getting rid of I think of there's that. a couple of them. There, there's, they, the, yeah, there's like two or three yeah. or something show with that. And he did some other stuff too. Yeah. Um, but I, could you imagine how it probably went? It probably was Danzig. He was like, hey, Frank, I got a, I got an idea. What if he's a comic book fan? Yeah. You know, it's like. And Frazetta's just like, Glenn, not right now. I, don't, I said I have an idea. But, but Glenn, I don't, I don't have the time. <laughs> so I got this idea and it's going to be awesome. And. It's your character. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Okay, Glenn. We'll do this. We'll do this. Fine. <laughs> you know, like, I don't know. I, I see him being very pushy. Or he's just like, hey, you want to you wanna do this thing? No? Okay. Well, just, I'm going to go over here until you change your mind. <laughs> you know? And stare at you. I can see him almost being reverse <laughs> as like a, a comic book dude. You know, like meeting one of your like idols or something. Like, well, that's true. Yeah, yeah. You know, if I, if I met like Todd McFarlane or like... Oh, fuck uh, yeah. You know, I don't know, somebody big in the comic book world that I, you know, back in the day or something, been like, oh shit, like, uh, you want to you wanna do this cool stuff I got? You right. know, like, oh yeah. He might have come at Frank Frazetta being like, hey man, uh, like coming to him, you know, yeah. instead, I don't know, but I can see it going either way, like it, at the extreme. Yeah. He's like a little kid and be like, hey, you want to check my stuff out? Or like, hey Frank. Yeah, like, you right, know, yeah, yeah. I don't know who knows how it went down, but. Calls Frank Frazetta Frankie. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Frankie. I got this idea, Frankie. You want to turn Death Dealer into a comic? Maybe. Who knows? But we're just making up <laughs> bullshit conjecture right now. And just, you can't help but to actually have this certain, like, thought in your head. Well, because, like, you know. Because he is so ridiculous. He is so ridiculous, and he has ties to, like, these yeah. other really pop yeah. culture icon, you know, Frank Frazetta, Johnny Cash, all these things that he has ties to. Rural Orbison. You know, Elvis now that he's got a, a, a cover CD, all these weird ties to, like, really iconic things. Yeah. You know, like, it just... I, all over the place. If he wasn't such an asshole, I would love to <laughs> hang out with him. Yeah. And I still would. I just... I, I think know. that I would be... See, I think that he would be almost too much to hang out with. Oh, oh definitely, definitely. Because Danzig, again, is a very abrasive person. He's very... Right, and I am too, to some degree. He doesn't like your opinion. He right. doesn't want to hear it. If you don't agree with him, he doesn't care. Sounds and that like, would be a problem that I would have. Like, yeah. Well, no, Dan's like, uh, I, I'm just kidding, you know. Right. We would just probably argue <laughs> about comic book bullshit or something. You know, it's like he would just be bent out of shape about something that I wouldn't agree with or whatever. But, but if you're talking about like shit that he's totally like, he will go on this. Because like, yeah. I've watched interviews with him. And he actually turns in, he goes from like, the, we were talking about punk rock and stuff, he's always yeah. got his like chin up and he's always very like, you know, talks really. Yeah. But the minute somebody mentions move, like horror movies or comic books especially, he immediately becomes a kid and he just goes on like, oh, like, yeah. oh you know, like all these, you know, blah, blah, blah. Well, because like, I mean, music and like punk music, you can talk about him being kind of like originator of this or that. Mm -hmm. That's like a job. Yeah. You know, but talking about movies and comics and stuff, 
that's what he does when he's not in a job. Like, yeah, you know, if you're not playing music as your job, you go home and read comic books. That's what you like to do. Yeah, you know, so it's like a whole different like part of your brain. And even though the music is cool, or whatever, that's still your job. Yeah, you know, you can have the most fun job in the world. Like, I mean, I'm a photographer. If I got paid by National Geographic to shoot pictures all day, every day, on my downtime, I'd probably just want to like sit and read or something you know what I mean so it's like I don't want to see another picture right I can't look at anybody I just want to like sleep or read books no more lines fucking I'm done with this right I ain't trying to film these damn birds anymore (laughs) whatever you know it's like no shit so that's the thing he enjoys yeah and I would just get geeked out about whatever book I was reading or whatever so I can see yeah well like and that's something else we really haven't touched on the movie aspect yeah which so he had he has his own comic book line, yeah, and and he put out he finally put this movie out, uh, Veronica in two thousand nineteen, and I I've yet to watch it all. Uh, started watching it one night, and me and my girlfriend decided that it wasn't the time, right? Because it wasn't. It's not from what I could tell the way it's shot and everything. The way that, like it has potential to be one of like a really good B movie. Right. Because it's kind of, you can tell it's kind of on the cheesy side. Oh, yeah, I get it. Um, but we are going to, Whitman and I are hoping to watch this very yeah. soon and so we can get, give you a, a review and what we think about it, uh, this film. Um, it's weird. I, I don't even really know the full, like, plot of it. I don't know anything about it. It's just, I know there's, like, weird characters, weird creatures. Of course there is. And some of the, some of the effects are goofy. Well, from what I've seen, but I, I want to actually like you know. If it has anything to do with the comic book line, I think there's a like this demon girl. There's some objects in it. I completely. think there's a. I think it, this may be a Frazetta character also. But I'm pretty sure it is, but I think he uses it in a comic. Um, uh, it's Jaguar God. Okay. It's like I can't remember if it's male or female, but just this like barbarian looking thing with like a cat skin that wears like. So I don't know. There may be all kinds of just weird. Okay. Weird things in this uh, movie. So interesting. Yeah, I, knows, I, you know. I'm curious about. It. <sighs> Sorry, didn't get much sleep. Didn't just yawn your the ear. Evening with the Danzig is almost uh, putting Chuck to sleep already. <laughs> no, not at all. Actually, I mean, I'm enjoying this. I just didn't get much sleep last night. Uh, it's that full moon, dude. I guess. But also talking about his movies, he has a movie that's yet to be released. Hopefully, it comes out soon because I'm really excited about this one. Um, back a, a, a few years back. Uh, Danzig was interviewed at, uh, it was when Three From Hell came out. He was at the the premiere of that, yeah. and he got stopped on the red, on the, the red carpet, like, hey, what do you got going on? Don't you have a movie? And he's like, yeah, it's a it's a vampire spaghetti western. I can't wait. Dude. And I saw, I saw, I, I heard him say that, I was like, what? And then, a few months ago, I saw the trailer for yeah. this. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this actually looks, <coughs> it looks a little better than what, Veronica does, um, but it is what it what it what it is. It's called Death Rider in the House of Vampires, and the crazy thing is, awesome. there's a lot of people in this one. There's a lot of people in this one. Uh, yeah, Danny Trejo was in it. Danny Trejo's in it. Uh, Death Rider's played by Devin Sawa, which of Idle Hands uh, fame and Casper and uh, SLC Punk, SLC Punk, and uh, what do you mean the first Final Destination or is it Final Destination? Yeah. yeah, so. so if you're a 90s girl, you probably had a crush on him. And uh, every girl I've, our age 
Basically, it's like, oh yeah, it's like. Blah, blah, blah. So if you're a '90s girl, listen to it. That guy is in this movie, and he is rugged as shit, <laughs> and he's trying to find because it's a, it's. I'm pretty sure like he's a vampire too. Like they're all vampires. The house of vampires, hopefully. So, yeah, yeah. So like it's it's it looks interesting. Danzig is in it. Yeah. And everybody, all the all the vampires, they just constantly have their fangs out, like old like yeah. vampires. Yeah. It's, it's very. Uh, it r- reminds me of like a Hammer movie. Well, if he kind of spaghetti western, you know, so it's gonna be, it's gonna have some just like wild kind of weird shit in it, you know. Uh, go watch the trailer for this movie. Have you seen the trailer for it yet? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you saw the trailer for it. Yeah, I'm ready for it. I, uh, I think it's gonna be. Fun. I think this is gonna be a good. One. I think it's I gonna be too, cool, man. I think it's gonna be fun. And uh, yeah, exactly. It's gonna be fun. I like westerns. I love vampire flicks if they're done either really well or really awful. So, I mean, I think this will be a weird mix of all that shit. And Danzig. Right? I'm just cool seeing Danzig doing his Juju Bone act on, on screen. You <laughs> Juju <know>? Bone. <laughs> I hope he is the lead vampire in the House of Vampires. I hope he's like fucking King Daddy Vampire or whatever. I don't, I see, from the, from the trailer, from the trailer it looks like he's just like that asshole that hangs out in the blood bar. Well. You know what I mean? Like, he's like laughing. He's like, <laughs> like, I don't know. He's... His most Danzig, then. I hope he's just, like, asshole to the max. Yeah, which also, speaking of movies, Danzig was in one of the Prophecy films. Oh, yeah. I almost forgot about that. He yep. was in, uh, I can't remember which one it was. Uh, it's done the list a little I think bit, it's, right? I think it's Prophecy 2. I was thinking 2 or 3. Two, it's 2 or 3. And he, he plays just, it's very quick. He's... Uh, he's just another angel. Or he's, he's a, yeah... And well, I think he's I think he has a, he's a he has a name in it, but he's not in it that long at all because like he gets singed, yeah, like pretty quickly when he gets introduced. Like oh shit, it's Danzig now he's gone burn, <laughs> and like you know you see like this fake corpse and him all burnt, yeah, and that's all you see him after that. Danzig. But it's still cool that Danzig's in it, and it makes sense that he's oh, yeah. in prophecy. Of course. And the thing is, if I actually remember correctly, that was the reason that I was like oh shit, Danzig's in that. I want to see yeah. this, and I was like where's where the fuck's he at? And I was like oh there he is. Maybe we need to cover those prophecy movies. I thought about that too, actually. The first couple are good. Yeah. I like that. I need to go back and actually rewatch those. There's a whole slew of them, though. <coughs> yeah. I've I got this, all of them. Yeah, I was going to say, the, I bought the this Walmart thing. The Walmart collection, so. Yeah. Yeah. They get ridiculous. But yeah, we'll talk about those. Yeah, some absolutely. But uh, I forgot he was in that movie, so. <laughs> Guest appearing. It's like Peter Steele from Typo in yeah. the, the first episode of Oz. And he just gets in the jail, and you just see him push the sky. He goes, go there, motherfucker. And that's all. <laughs> right. I, I watched the entire first episode just for that. I was like, what the fuck? It was like a big episode. guy, so whatever. Now he, rest in peace to one of the greats, Peter Steele. Uh, Danzig. There we go. I think we pretty much covered. Yeah, man. Um, you know, like we did, like I said, we didn't really cover too much on, on Misfits or Sam Hain. We did a Misfits show. We did a Misfits show, and yeah. Sam Hain is pretty much like Misfits with the stuff he was going to do with Danzig, and that's what it ended up, yeah. you know. Uh, and this is just this is more of of my shit though. the dancing the dancing years more than Sam Hain years. Yeah. No offense to either one of them, because I mean I like all the stuff that he does, but you know is is the Danzig, the uh, right. But in the same Hain years take up so much smaller of space. Yeah. You know, there's a pile of Misfit stuff, and then there's a pile of Danzig stuff, but there's very little Sam Hain. Yeah. You know, albums or whatever. So. But I do have to say this though. When it comes to the Misfits, it comes to Danzig. When you meet people who like the Misfits, or like I get a lot of my tattoo, mm-hmm. 
hey man, which uh, which misfits you you prefer? You prefer the one with Michael Graves or the one with Danzig? I'm like, what the fuck do you think? It ain't Michael Graves. Well, you now can't, you can't now. Michael Graves got canceled. He, got he came canceled. out as a racist and stuff. So. Are you serious? Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, he's all like, yeah, and not like apologetic about it as far as what I read. So. Oh shit! I didn't know about that. Yeah. Damn. No, I can't. 100% confirmed, but everybody was like, oh, you're a Misfits fan, right? I'm like, yeah, what's up? You know, Megan and uh, Jupiter, both both, both, my, both of them. So, uh, <laughs> and somebody else brought it up. So, I think it's legit that Michael Graves may be like a fuck you character now, but. Well, I, I never was too keen on him anyway. I now, see, I like the Michael Graves era, but I, yes. it sucks now that. I yeah, I can't really dig on him. So American Psycho and, and Famous Monsters, although those yeah. were those were good albums. But I, if I'm listening to, to Misfits, more times than not, I'm listening to the Danzig Misfits. Yeah, if I'm just gonna put a Danzig or I mean a Misfits album, like a complete album. It's probably gonna be Collection One. Collection One. If I, if I was gonna pick it, because Collection One is like it's like one of the best ones. I mean, Collection Two's got Halloween on it, a bunch of good shit, but Collection One, it's it's solid. Yeah, dude. Now, actually... It's the old shit, so... So, we, we actually, real quick, because we still got a few more minutes here, we talked about... We, we both agreed that 4 is our favorite album. Yeah. Um, in Misfits, what is your favorite Misfits album? Not the collections, but oh, do you... Because I was saying this the other day, because it used to be one, and I changed it a while back, and I was like, yeah, I like this one. I don't know. If I can't pick a collection, man, it might... It might go to New Misfits then. Yeah. Really? Yeah, maybe. Oh, there's because, a twist. Yeah, because I mean, I like, you know, a couple songs off this album, a couple songs off this album. You know, right, I can yeah. listen to Earthly D or whatever, whatever, like a whole album. Yeah. But like, if I'm just going to put one in just to like, just chill to, man, it may be uh, American Psycho, as bad right. as that is. I mean, as a full album. Yeah. If I can't pick Collection 1 or 2. Full album, it may be American Psycho. Actually. For the longest time, uh, Legacy of Brutality was my favorite. Yeah, and that's it's got Halloween on it and yeah. some kind of you know some kind of hate and it's got and a, doesn't who have killed Angel Marilyn, fuck on it. Angel Fuck, which is a favorite. So Night, uh, American Nightmare. Yeah. Uh, if I have to pick an album, that's like if it's old school message, that one. Is, yeah. Yeah, I. But I, I, the two that I find myself listening to more, though, when it comes to Danzig Air, is uh, the first one, Walk Among Us, the first major yeah, one, yeah. which that one, that one's straight to the, the Walk gut. Walk Among Us. And, yeah, like and every, every song on that album is amazing. And Earth AD, which is actually, Danzig hates that album. Yeah. He says that it was too fast and that it was, it wasn't, you know. I love it because I love the fact that it's like, it's right in your face, like hardcore type shit, you know. That whole album's fucking... Which like, album is Teenagers from Mars on? Teenagers from Mars. Uh, that's... I'm pretty sure it's Walk Among Us. See, I thought so too. Okay, so... I don't know. I'd still say Legacy Brutality for... for Misfits. I mean, it's a classic regardless. I mean, completely. I was just curious about that. I don't know, man, because there's so many off of, off of all kinds of different ones. What is... Uh, what's Horror Business on? Horror Business. Horror Business. Uh, I think it's on Walk Among Us too. I have to. I can't remember what songs are on what, but so maybe Walk Among Us. But it's, yeah, the, 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 it's it's a good one. It really is. From what I can remember, on what album is it's going to be Legacy Brutality? I guess. 
And you can't forget about the song where Eagle's there because that's one of those songs. Yeah, man. I ain't no goddamn son of a bitch. I remember people would play that just because it, it cussed really loud when we were in, in high school. I'm like, I don't know, I'm just not a big fan of it, but it's yeah. it's classic or whatever, but it just got burned out to me with all my buddies and stuff. Did you ever hear uh, Guns N' Roses album Spaghetti Incident? Oh, yeah. And they covered Attitude? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, when I was younger, I didn't realize, because I didn't really know much about Misfits, Yeah. and my stepdad had given me that album, and... Uh, which is, I can't remember the story of why it was called the Spaghetti Incident, but it has a really gross, I think, history to it. But I heard Attitude. I, I was like, that's like... Kind of serial killer. Uh, there's, I thought there was something. Maybe there's something, yeah. But, yeah. Uh, but yeah, them covering Attitude, it's like, Guns N' Roses covering Misfits? All right. And the thing is, like, they're all a bunch of punk rockers. Like, Misfits, Danzig, man, I can't hate. At one time, I wasn't a big fan, and then now I'm the guy that has the Danzig flag in his hallway. Right. You know, uh, and doing a podcast about Danzig. There we go. Like I said, uh, uh, Death Rider also, it's not been released yet. It hasn't been released yet, but uh, uh, hopefully he will release it soon so we can watch that shit too. Yeah. But yeah, so... We'll give you a report back on these movies when we, uh, at least a couple we can watch and... Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, there's Danzig. Um, before we cut this off uh, and, and finish this up, Whitman came with uh, with Maul here to our uh, Bastard Sons of a Judas Goat and Something Weird uh, live stream at Fat Man Studios recently. Yeah, took some pictures. It was a fucking awesome time. Great time. Yeah, man. Makes some uh, good connections. We're going to do some cool stuff in there with photos and uh, local music. And uh, I don't know. It was just a, a really good time. Met some dudes I didn't know and ran into some guys I went to college with, which yeah. was super weird. And it was just like a, it was something weird, it, right? Yeah, <laughs> it, it was. Uh, it was awesome. Which, by uh, the way, something weird. Check them the fuck out. And you should actually you can you can go back and watch the the live stream uh, on YouTube, uh, Fat Man Studios, and you'll see it on there. Yeah, and it's if you want to see a really badass into a to a great stream uh, a stream, uh, check out. Something Weird's uh, set. Okay? Watch us, obviously, but watch Something Weird. Yeah, stick around for the, the full thing. Yeah, because at the end of that, you will you will see a man completely just getting into right. the music. And Alex Parkansky, yeah, hats guy. off, brother. Hats yeah. off. You, you, you killed it. And your bass. But, uh, but yeah, it was a good time. We had a lot of fun. Yeah. And there might actually be a collaboration with us yeah. and them. Maybe you can take photos of that, too. Yeah, I will. I mean, I'm going to try to document all kinds of stuff, man. I like the idea of, uh, and me and Nate, the dude that kind of runs, uh, you know, Fat Man, we're talking about it's it's cool to catalog and um, all this stuff, you know, local music, you know, people connecting, doing this, and just, I don't know, man, cataloging histories of just stuff. Uh, you know, he's trying to get the local music going, and it, it would be cool years from now to kind of get that, no matter what anybody's doing, whether this gets to any sort of, Whatever you guys sell a million albums and get famous or whatever, yeah, it'd be it's just cool to see this moment in time of all these local bands trying to get shit going again, yeah, you know, and just recording that kind of moment in history. And then if we get some cool pictures and some stuff out of it, fine. But if not, it's just for us, you yeah. know, it's whatever. Um, and I don't know, I just really like the feel of it. And I told him his his shop is kind of like both of my old businesses put together. Mm -hmm. You know, it's a junk, it's piled up with like junk from a junk store. 
in the big basement. trail, yeah. Yeah, and then you you know wind back through this little wormhole and you find this little awesome studio back in you know. And I used to have an old music venue, so yeah. To me, it, it felt like home. It felt it felt like good energy. Everybody's positive, trying to get some stuff moving. And uh, it was, dude, it was so much fun. Yeah, and I everybody, mean, there was laughs. There was oh, dude, and just meeting new people and uh, getting kind of that. You know, I've talked to Chuck a lot about being frustrated artistically here lately. Of like, you know, because with my photography, I have to have another person. Yeah. Or another subject to get it done, and I like doing people, I like doing cosplay and, and fetish stuff and all this thing. So to have, I have to have another person. Yeah. And so I'm getting frustrated because nobody around us in this town wants to do shit. So, <laughs> true. Uh, even the people that usually do don't want to right now. So, you know, it's frustrating to me and to meet all these people that are are creative and doing. Even though it's not my, I don't do music stuff much anymore. But it's like and motivating. It, that's the word. It's like it, it uplifts me. It gets me out of my funk a little bit. It motivates me to keep pushing, you know. And it was just, it was fucking phenomenal time. And we're gonna do some stuff. And uh, yeah, dude, it's gonna be awesome. And and for the record, Fat Man Studio out of Lexington, Kentucky, they have been doing great things during the whole uh, the pandemic. The yeah. the you know, not shows not being able to be be done and things like that. This and, those live stream, man. It's it's really a, a good way to hit people during this COVID time. Because, you know, COVID, the country's opening back up, but people are still kind of nervous about stuff, and it's still not gone away, you right. know? And, like, we may see flare-ups or this or that. And to know that, like, I don't know, I can check out this website, or we can see some live music, or we can hear some new stuff, or, you yeah. know, I don't know. It's just really good momentum, really good energy. And, and Joe and Nate, a couple of cool dudes that are trying to do some cool shit here in our our local area. So shout-out to them, like, yeah. And, and also got a shout out to FBA. John uh, was, was also out there too. Uh, John, Joe, and, and Nathan all. I forgot about John. Uh, they, uh, he didn't mean that, John. No. Um, well, they, 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 they're all, yeah. well, yeah, I was messing with. But, but John is the guitar player and singer for the band uh, FBA. And uh, Nate, <coughs> uh, Nate and Joe recently became members of the band. So it was like, it was cool to have three bands you know, in the same area. And like, yeah. it was just, it was, it was a lot of fun. It was cool. So <clears throat> check out, check out the, their pages and stuff. Uh, yeah. What they're doing check out, stuff, uh, man. Right. And check out our page and uh, Whitman photography. I'll have a set, uh, soon I got to edit them and, and clip some stuff, but I'll have a set of, um, you know, uh, Chuck and bastard sons and something weird and just some behind the scenes of all the, our stuff that night. So there'll be some cool kind of, uh, yeah. you know, Pictures yeah. of the, you know. Yeah, because I haven't seen the picture right. yet, so I, I'll, be, I'll be glad to see somewhere it. on my phone, and someone took with my camera, so I'm going to, you know, splice it together and get the best ones and this and that. But, Hell yeah. So hopefully, like, on, the, you know, my Whitman photography and our, um, it's not horror, so I don't want to put it on Graveyard Talk, but maybe put it on Nasty Nation. Yeah. And, uh, you know, a bunch of ways to get to it, for sure. Yeah, we might still put it on the Graveyard Talk page, whatever the fuck it's us. It goes against the flow, man, I'm telling you. All but, right, all right, Whitman says no. It's not horror shit, but. Okay. And you're you're the music part of our, our True. show. True, that makes I mean? sense. So, okay, okay. But it'll be on Bastard Sons. It'll be on Nasty Nation. It'll be on my photography page. It'll be, you know, on my personal Facebook. We'll it'll be up all over the place. Hell yeah, man. So, but yeah, so women photography, graveyard talk. Yeah, Nasty Nation, Bastard Sons with Geoscope, something weird, uh, Fat Man Studios. I've already said that. Uh, and also, tell us in the podcast slash two G one C. Uh, with Ron Perti, JB, and myself. Uh, and so that's your, uh, yeah, check all that shit out. 1C, right? 
Well, it's, I'm on the two G one C part. Ron is oh, on the Tesla. Tel- Tel- okay. Yeah. Right. So it's it's not all together, but okay. it's all together. If that makes sense. I get you. Well, yeah, we have multiple shows. I get. It. I just yeah. Well, this has been a fun one. Yeah, man. Hope you've enjoyed. And uh, an evening with the Danzig. With the Danzig. Um, <laughs> yeah, man. Again, happy birthday to Glenn Danzig. Sixty six. Get another. Uh, you know, six hundred more. Let's uh, just keep making. Weird, cool goth music out there. So, oh, and by the way, real quick, it is June twenty third. Uh, when I post this um, on yeah, my anchor, whatever. Well, no, it's it's because I, I made room for this one and took out the last episode to put it in later. Yeah, because um, we did an episode that we haven't put out yet, so I'm gonna do that after this one. Uh, so the date's gonna to be weird, birthday, yeah. but it is actually June twenty third. So yeah, but hey, man, that's it. That's all the time we got. Go away. Come back again. Where are you going? We miss you. Come back. Anyway, this is Chuck Nasty. This is Whitman. Have a good one, folks. Nothing like an old